Hi there, you're listening to the Steve Schramm Show, where we train Christians to become confident, passionate servants of Jesus so they can grow in their walk with God and share their faith more persuasively. Welcome to the show. In general, I'm a fan of making modest claims. So that is, the less I have to commit myself to in defense of a position, the better. Not only does this give me an advantage in the conversation because I don't have to work hard defending things that I'm either not sure about or would rather not muddy the dialogue with, but it also forces my interlocutor to think more carefully. It gives me control. Now, this is a luxury that is hard to come by with respect to whether or not Christianity is ultimately true, unfortunately. The kicker is, I believe it's actually a very good thing. That might be surprising to you, but let me try to share with you why I think that it's actually a very good thing that Christianity makes strong claims. The first thing here is that Christianity deals in reality. There's a popular book by Dr. Michael Heiser that's been circulating for a few years now called The Unseen Realm. It's a great book, uh, but that's besides my ultimate point. The original working title of the book was The Myth That Is True. As I've contended in a book of my own, Christianity is a story. Not any story, but the story of all stories. Other writers have traded on this kind of idea as well, such as Greg Kogel and C.S. Lewis, to name just a couple. But this particular story is one that's grounded in reality. It's the real deal. This has some important implications, and we'll talk about those in just a moment. Now, if we're not careful, we'll use, well, rather unfortunate language, okay, when sharing our story that casts doubt on it from the get-go. We live in a culture that does just not understand Christianese. So when we share with others, we'd be pretty well advised not to market it as though it were a fairy tale, right? For example, when we talk about the resurrection of Christ, we need to learn how to articulate this as though it were a real historical event, because it was. As I've also written elsewhere on my blog and talked about on the podcast, I do not advocate for a setting aside of the Bible in these kinds of discussions. However, I also don't advocate for setting aside the important scholarship that's been done to demonstrate that this is a real event that happened in human history. Both things are important and should be given their proper dues. The other thing, or the second thing I should say, is that Christianity offers real hope. I'm not going to pretend to know any statistics here. Um, We all know that 95% of statistics are made up anyway. But history and my own experience tell me that while many don't come to believe in Christ through an evaluation of the evidence and a desire to know the truth, most actually come by way of a broken heart or a broken life. I certainly know many who fit this example. Christianity flourishes through times of persecution and brokenness. Now, why is this? Why is it that Christianity, this uh, way of living, if you want to put it that way, can take a life and turn it around, often during a great time of suffering and pain? This is because of what Christianity, again, grounded in reality, offers. It offers real hope to the helpless, hopeless, 
and even the brokenhearted. Through his resurrection, Christ demonstrated that he alone has victory over death, hell, and the grave. He has overcome and promised that anyone who would believe in him and trust in his finished work to save them could have eternal life. Fortunately, we not only have the promise of eternal life then, but of abundant life now. Only Christ offers this because only Christ can offer this. And that's what's so significant. Lastly, Christianity is testable. Remember, we're talking about the fact that Christianity makes strong claims and why it's a good thing. Well, this is because this particular story is grounded in reality, and we can test it. We can know it's true. The reason this matters is precisely because our backward, relativistic culture would have you believe that Christianity is just one of many legitimate options. It has good maxims and virtues to teach, like any other religious system of thought, so thinking goes. So it might be good for you to be a Christian, but there's no reason for them to be one, too. The problem with that thinking is that it divorces Christianity from reality, which is to say that it assumes Christianity is false, right? Because we've already talked about Christianity is grounded in reality. Also, Christianity is exclusivist. Jesus said, I am the way, and no man comes except through me. So for the hope, virtues, and maxims that Christianity offers to actually be meaningful, it must be true, which means every other worldview must be false. This is why it matters that Christianity makes strong claims. And by the way, the Apostle Paul thought the very same thing. Just check out 1 Corinthians 15, 17. In what ways is Christianity testable? Well, many, but two come to mind as the most important. History and prophecy, which is just history recorded in advance. In fact, we see these actually emphasized in 2 Peter 1, 16 through 21. History is the domain of eyewitness verification and what they recorded about what they saw. So our acceptance of Christ's historicity comes back with lots of this kind of eyewitness evidence. In fact, much more than would ever be expected of a first century carpenter. We have at least four independent sources found in the gospel traditions themselves and around 17 extra-biblical sources that confirm various aspects of his life and work. But we also have a more sure word of prophecy, as Peter claimed. Again, history recorded in advance. Christ's arrival in history is not some isolated event. In fact, in Revelation 13.8, it claims that he was slain from the foundation of the world. And many of the details of his life and work were written hundreds of years before his arrival. One prophecy concerning his death, found in Psalm 22, was written around 1,000 years before his birth, and even before the means of his death, crucifixion was invented. So when we argue for the truth of Christianity, yeah, yeah, we make strong claims. We make claims to exclusivity. We make claims about historical events. We make claims about biblical consistency. We make claims that history has been recorded in advance. But these claims are a good thing. They underscore the fact that Christianity is grounded in reality. And that means that our faith 
is meaningful. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Steve Schramm Show. If our material blesses you, you can actually help directly sponsor the creation of new free content for as little as $1 per month. There are some great benefits too, including the ability to contribute to upcoming content decisions, to really be a part of forming the material that this ministry sends out to others, and you can even get access to all of our audiobooks. We have three as of the time of this recording, and writing more as the days go on. You can get access at the $10 level per month to any and all current and future audiobooks that we put out. I would love for you to become a patron of the ministry to help support us in that way. You can do that by going to patreon.com slash SWSRAM and finding it there and checking out the benefits. And I would, again, love to have your support at that level. I'll put a link in the notes for you. God bless you. Thank you so much. We'll see you in the next one.